0: Good evening, and welcome to Direct Impact Broadcasting, the station of growth and transformation. Affiliate of Creative Broadcasting presents Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson, with your host, Tywana Wilson, as she welcomes her guest to the studio. Welcome. Welcome to Leadership Tidbits with Coach T. Wilson. I am your host, Taiwana Wilson. A little bit about myself i am your award-winning leadership maven medical laboratory sciences background best-selling author owner and chief leadership coach at trendy elite coaching and consulting services executive director with the john maxwell team maxwell disc certified consultant send out cards referral partner and co-owner of direct impact broadcasting radio station before we bring on my special guest I want to highlight our May fundraising initiative in conjunction with the Alzheimer's Association's longest day campaign for those affected by Alzheimer's disease and dementia. We have a goal to raise $500 by the end of the month. Donations can be made at bit.ly forward slash day. And this is in honor of my grandmother, who passed uh, this time last year. I am also excited to announce the Trendy Elite Eight-Week Empowerment Tribe Program launching soon. Check out my website, www.coachtwilson.com, and my social media channels for additional information I would also like to thank my media mentors, Mrs. Ashley Lichell and Ms. Kimberly McLemore of Talk Radio TV Network, LLP. Today's special guest and my dear, fierce sister, Ms. Tiana Patrice. Tiana Patrice is a captivating, three-time, best-selling author and transformational global speaker and trainer who holds a deep passion for supporting the personal leadership and entrepreneurial development of leaders all over the world. As an award-winning international speaker, Tiana specializes in equipping leaders to shift their mindsets, own their power, and push through their fear. She is the founder of Women's CEO Alliance, a full-service consulting and co-working company that focuses on bettering small businesses and corporate entrepreneurs through personal and business development. She excels at helping her clients identify their purpose, possibilities, create intentional strategies, and execute on their dreams. Her message of empowerment has been spotlighted on the Huffington Post, ABC, CBS, NBC, Forbes, and many other media outlets. Tiana Patrice is the author of the best-selling books, 52 Shades of Fearless, Powerful Declarations for the Purpose Driven Woman, and Dear Fear Volumes 1, 2, 3, and Dear Fear Team. In these books, she encourages women and girls to join the movement, A Million Fearless Strong, and inspires them to shift their mindsets, declare greatness over their lives, stand on fear, and make the conscious decision to fear less. She is a graduate of the University of Alabama at Birmingham with a BS degree in health administration. Tiana holds certifications from her corporate career in leadership empathy, listening, and motivation. After coaching more than 500 500 individuals in career advancement and creating university campaigns, Tiana now spends her time helping other leaders create winning teams, excelling in their career and personal life and more. Tiana's vulnerability of sharing her story empowers leaders to keep pushing when things seem impossible. Her vibrant personality and natural gift of connecting with others incites a spark among her audiences to take immediate action outside of their comfort zone, let go of self-limiting beliefs, divorce, their fear, and reach their fullest potential. She is a wife, mother of three, and a woman of faith. So today I bring to you Miss Tiana Patrice. How are you doing this evening?
1: I am doing
0: so well. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Woo
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am so excited to have you and so happy and proud of all the things that you are doing and continuing to do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's an
1: honor being on your journey and having you on my journey and being able to be here and speak with your audience tonight, and I'm just excited. I'm excited.
0: Awesome. So can you please tell the listeners about your entrepreneurial journey of developing leaders all over the world? And how did you get to where you are today?
1: Oh, wow. That's such a huge question. Do we have enough time? (laughs) So um, for those of you, thank you so much for reading off the bio. You know, I'm listening to the bio. I'm like, wow, Lord, you are so good that you've graced me to be able to do um, these things and be on assignment, to be able to help pull other women's teams. And now that we're beginning to work with men, forward from the fear that's holding them back in their life, career, and business. Um, That person used to be me. And in many ways, a lot of times people look at me and they say, oh, because I have this brand and I'm promoting, you know, being fearless that, oh, you know, you have no fear And, and the that's not true. The difference is we make a bold, conscious, and courageous choice to fear less every day. So it's a choice that you have to make every day. And so I just thank God for allowing me on this journey to be able to make the decision and help others realize their fears and make the decision to live their best life on the other side of it. Um, You know, I've been on this journey for about five years. June 27th will be my fifth year as a full-time entrepreneur. And I just remember being incorporated and building the dreams of everyone else. But at the same time, getting the skills that I needed to be able to move in my entrepreneurial career. Um, so there are definitely benefits of being in corporate America. But I remember when it got to that point where I was in the shift, a lot of you that's listening may know what that means. You may, have under, you, you, you may be in that shift right now. Um, if you don't know what that means, I'll talk a little bit about that. But when you're in that shift and you know that there's more for you, you know that you're supposed to be doing more. You don't quite know what more looks like, but you keep feeling that tug in your spirit and that tug, you know, in the pits of your stomach. That's what that shift is. And so you just know that there's more that God has for you, and that's where I was five years ago. And I made the decision to step out on faith, and I quit my corporate career. And by the grace of God, I haven't had to look back. And so I've been on this journey of helping others realize their truest potential, realizing their purpose, possibilities, launching businesses that are in alignment with their core, Um, That's one of the things that I teach and I am um, super serious about because when it comes to launching businesses, a lot of times people do things because it's popular. And so I teach women how to identify their purpose possibilities and do things on purpose and in purpose. Um, So I started doing that for a while. And then – through another uh, season of my life, I ended up becoming um, an author, and I, I'm sure we'll talk about that a little later into the show. I don't want to give it all, um, but I ended up becoming an author, and now I pu- I publish books, and I help women just like yourself, Tawana, I know that you're one of our authors, a dear, dear sister, um, really reach down into the core and pull out your story for maximum impact, and the um, Global Book Project, dear fear, is a launching pad now for women, teens, and men um, that are ready to do greater things on the other side of fear. And so, God has just graced me with the opportunity to be able to do that, to be able to coach, um, provide leadership and personal development intertwined with business development, to go into corporations and help them unta- untangle, you know, their employees with the fear that's holding them back in their corporate America, in their corporate career as well as fix their bottom line because a lot of times corporations don't understand that the reason that their bottom line isn't where they want it to be is because of the fear um, that's in their employees or their managers are leading with fear. And So I go in and help them really manage and fix those disconnects as well um, so that's just a little bit about my entrepreneur journey hasn't been easy I think a lot of times people paint the picture especially on social media like this life is just you know what what I remember when I first started there was this whole build your business on the beach type marketing. I don't know if you have, you know, <laughs> experienced any of that. But when I started, there was this whole sip my ties on the beach and coach your clients, you know? Right. But it's so much more than that. Yes, entrepreneurship does afford you a flexible schedule um, when you know how to manage your business. Let's start there. Um, but it's so much bigger than that. And so it's understanding that, you know, it's not always going to be easy. Some days it's like stepping in hot pool in your favorite Jessica Simpson peak toe shoes. Um, but when you are truly called to it, when you are truly assigned to it, then God is going to give you everything that you need to keep pushing through it. Um, so that's just a little bit about my journey. You know, I could talk all day long, but I'm going to turn it back over to you, Coach T. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wow. Well, congratulations to you on embarking on five years uh, that is a, truly a feat and, and truly should be celebrated because you're right, this entrepreneur journey is very, it's difficult. And especially if you don't know your why, why are you doing it, uh, then it definitely makes it very difficult uh, mm-hmm. to keep going on. So was it difficult to make that that change, to, to leave corporate? I know a lot of people are on the fence that want to leave corporate but have not made that transition yet. Was that a difficult decision for you? Absolutely because there were so many things to go into play. When I
1: left my corporate job, I was a single parent. I'm married now. Um, but I was living in Nashville. My husband was living in Las Vegas. I was a single parent, and it was just one of those seasons like, okay, um, this, you have this idea that you have a guaranteed check with corporate America. So you have this check that's coming in every Friday or every other Friday or once a month, whatever you're, you know, however you get paid. And so there's this fear that I'm leaving insurance. I'm leaving the insurance of getting paid, you know, consistently. I'm leaving this. So there's definitely that fear. Um, because you have been bred to believe that you have um, security inside of corporate America. But the reality is you could go to work at any given time and be let go. And in some states for absolutely no reason, they don't have to give you a reason. And so we have this false security anyways in corporate America that's one. So, yeah, there was definitely some fears. I ended up not doing a two-week notice. I gave a 30-day notice just because of the career that I was in. I wanted to make sure I had no animosity with my um job and i wanted to make sure why burn a bridge when you can just you know walk continue to walk over it and so i wanted to make sure that i wasn't burning bridges because you never know who you're going to need back from your past Um, Mm -hmm. or your services in the future they may end up needing some services from you so you don't want to you know burn the bridge i think a lot of times also people quit their jobs and they haven't learned what they everything that they need in their career um, to go run a successful business. And so for those of you who are thinking about quitting your job, have a plan. Have a plan. And, and can you survive, if you never got a client, um, you know, in the first three months, could your would your bill still be paid? Could you survive for three months while you're figuring out entrepreneurship, right? So that would be part of the plan. The next thing is what can you learn today? Allow your job to begin paying for your entrepreneurial journey. So start taking classes and courses and workshops today. Start testing out the, if you want to be a coach, start testing it out now while you're still in corporate America and allow them to be, in a sense, kind of paying for your entrepreneurial journey, if that makes sense. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's about balance. Like if you're working 40 hours in corporate, go home and work 10 hours for yourself until you can flip it, and you're now working 40 hours for yourself completely. Um, so, is there fear around it? Absolutely. You know, I'd be lying if I, you know, if I'd, I'd be lying if I was sitting here and say that I wasn't afraid. Of course, there was some fear. But for me, in my situation, I was more afraid of what life looked like had I not taken that, that jump, had I not taken that leap. And so that fear was more important. So I jumped and I stepped out on faith. Again, has it been easy the entire time? No. But with God, all things are possible. And so it's about trusting the process, embracing the potential sacrifices, staying accountable to your purpose and your assignment, and moving forward
0: every single day. Awesome. Awesome. I love that. So many people. live in in fear and and just afraid to, you know, go for what their true purpose is. I speak to people all the time, old and young, and it's like, man, I wish I could do that. I wish I really want to start a business. I really want to embark on a different journey, but uh, due to mindset and and some of those things, they are unable to to make that connection uh, with their dreams. So leaders come from all walks of life and have all different skills and strengths. What skills and strengths do you possess that you feel have been most important on your leadership journey?
1: Oh, wow, that's really good. Um... So many that I would say, you know, personally that I know of, and then honestly some that have been told to me. um, I have a natural capability of connecting with people, so I just have a natural capability to connect and communicate with others. But I'll tell you one of the things that has taken me the furthest in my leadership career is the ability to serve. Um, That's first and foremost. A true leader is a servant and has a servant's heart. And so that is one of the, the best qualities that I possess, Um, And honestly, it took trial and error to even know, you get what I'm saying, know that that is a true leadership quality in itself that most people don't even think about or consider, but serving, you know, there's a saying that says um, if serving is Um, beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. And that is the complete truth. If you are not willing to serve others, if you're not willing to love others where they are, then it's going to be really hard for you to lead them where they are. And that's one of the things that's gotten me very far in my business um, is just to understand that people are people. People are going to make mistakes. Um, You know, people need the same love that I – you get what I'm saying? And so Mm -hmm. am I willing to serve that woman, where she is, to be able to lead her to where God has her, and so even with the Dear Fear Book project, I manage now fifty authors, and it's nothing but you know god's grace and i I will always say that because He has graced me to be able to manage fifty women with all different from all different walks of life. All different stories, all different types of things that come up when they're nervous and stressed and anxious, and to still serve them and love them, you know, definitely where they are to be able to lead them to where God has them. So I'll tell you that is, to me, my favorite and number one um, quality that I feel is I, I have. And for any leaders that listening, you know, and you're figuring out what your qualities are, ask yourself, do you serve? Are you a servant? Do you have a servant's heart, or do you only want people to serve you? Um, Because that's going to be the difference in whether you are a true leader or you just call yourself a leader. But for me, I would definitely say that's one of the number one qualities that I do have um, and that I continue to share with the world, and that's so true. If leadership, if serving is beneath you, then leadership is definitely beyond you, so you have to learn to serve.
0: Awesome. I love that. If serving is beneath you, leading is beyond you. That's good. I'll give you credit when I use that the first time.
1: You know what? You don't even have to give me credit. I don't even know where. I saw it years ago, and it stuck with me. So you may Google it. It may be some, you know, super famous person. I don't know. But all I know is it stuck with me. It did. Like, how can we expect others to... Serve us when it's our time. If we aren't willing to serve, you get what I'm saying. And so, um, it's really important to to know that that is a leadership quality that most people don't even think about. But if mm-hmm. serving is beneath in you, then then leadership is definitely beyond beyond you. You got to know how to serve people and love them where they are.
0: I love it. I love it. That's awesome, Tiana. With success comes learning lessons. So you work with all women around the world and young people, and so it's especially important for our next generation of leaders to not only hear about our successes but also our failures. So when they hear our bios, of course, they hear all of the great things we're doing and who we are, uh, but it's missing our failures. So can you share with the listeners some of your biggest failures and the learning lessons that you gained from them?
1: Oh, yeah, absolutely. I think for me, coming into it, um, to entrepreneurship, thinking and believing that I had to do it all alone was one of the things that really just started taking me out of my business because you get drained and you get jaded and you get tired and you're trying to hold on to so much. And so for me, trying to manage and hold on to so much without letting it go um, into someone else's hands, you know, when someone would come and say, hey, I can help you because I have trust issues, how many of y'all have, toes am I stepping on right now because you got trust issues you're not allowing people to come in and help you right and so because of that I became deflated, I was defeated, it affected my mind, it affected my money, it, fe- it affected my relationships because I was trying to do it on my own. But what I realized is that while God gave me the vision, he didn't give anybody else my, the vision, right? He gave me mm-hmm. the vision of Dear Fear, he gave me the vision for Women's Sea Alliance. But he gave others the tools that I would need to make the vision complete. And that's why a lot of leaders and visionaries aren't getting where, they, where they're supposed to be in life, why the visions aren't completely coming to pass, or why it's taking so long for it to come to pass is because we're not connecting with the right people that have the tools to make the vision come to pass. Because if God blesses this vision, He bless somebody else. And so um, for me, no, no, having um, discernment and to learn to trust the help that god was sending me and that was a really really big wake-up call for me when i began to just tap out like i was literally thinking about quitting the entire business quitting everything going back to corporate and the reality is i was tired and so Mm -hmm. god will allow you to deflate so that he'll fill you back up with the right source resources and um And that's one of the things that I would definitely share is that when you don't allow people to come in and help you, that means you're blocking the seed that they are trying to sow. And if you're blocking the seed, then you're blocking their harvest. And so I had to learn, and I'm still learning. It's a process. It's a process every single day that when people, um, God sends people my way to make sure, okay, Lord, is this from you first? And then trusting, trusting. Like, all right, here, I'm going to give, it, give this to you, and let's just see how. And, and if something doesn't go right, it's not the end of the world. It's not. It, a, a distraction and a detour, you still, it still detours you and gets you. You still get to destiny. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. um, one of the things that I've learned for sure is just to let people come in and help. Um, Not being afraid, that was a fear of mine, that if I let it go, it wouldn't be done right. Who am I talking to who can relate with this? You know, (laughs) if if I don't do it, if my hands aren't on it, it's not going to be done right. But the reality is, as smart as we think we are, there is still somebody out there that's smarter in that area. And so why not, like, give someone else a chance to shine in the gift that God has given them? And so that's one of the things that I've definitely learned, um, and I learned it through failing. I learned it through getting defeated. I learned it through wanting, you know, ready to give up. And God said, it's not time. I have you on assignment, and in order to complete the assignment, you are going to have to do it my way, not Tiana's Mm -hmm. way. And so I definitely had to learn that and allow people to be able to plant their seeds. Um, A lot of times, too, we think, oh, I can't afford a team, right? Sometimes people are coming and not expecting anything from you because you have to understand, just like you're connected to the spirit, they're connected, too. And just like you got a word, they got a word, and that word could have been, hey, I need you to go serve Coach Tawana um, for, for 30 days right? And so mm-hmm. you're pushing away the help because you think you can't afford that person and they're looking at you like, I didn't ask you to give me anything. God sent me to help you. So you can't block that seed because then you'll be blocking their harvest and So That's just one of the things that I've definitely learned. Um, build a team. Don't be afraid to build a team. Don't be afraid to trust. Give people a chance, just like you expect people to give you a chance. And in all of that, there'll be learning lessons. There'll be things that will grow you. But most of all, it'll grow um, It'll grow your, your business, too, and the people that you are assigned to.
0: That's good. That's good. Because a lot of times uh, we think that we have to do it all. And I know our young mm-hmm. people think that they have to do it all, and, and some of them are afraid to even try new things because they're afraid to make a mistake. I mean, I'm in the room mm-hmm. with young people and all the time, and, and that's one of the things that, you know, that they say is that, you know, certain things they won't even try because they they're afraid of what people will think, they're afraid of what their parents will think, they're afraid if they don't do well in it. You know, all of those things that run through our our next generation of leaders' minds. So, I think that's good that you that you said that make sure you build a team and and you don't have to be the only one uh mm-hmm. to, to do it.
1: Yeah, that's good because one of my mentors told me 2 years ago He said, Tiana, the who doesn't always have to be you. And that Mm. stuck to me like glue. I guess I'm rhyming now. So that (laughs) stuck to me. Um, You know, the who doesn't always have to be you. And when you realize that, that's when your business is going to take off. And so I would, you know, just encourage anyone to take that, allow it to stick to you,
0: and begin to build from there. Absolutely, absolutely. So you are a coach and leader to many, a lot, a lot, a lot of people. So what role has having a coach and or mentor have on your own life? And then is there value in having one over the other, or do you feel both are critical to success?
1: Both are definitely critical to success, you know, uh, and there's so many different things that play into that. So I believe that you should always have a coach. A coach needs a coach, just like a doctor needs a doctorate. Right? Um pastors still need people to pray for them. So you still you you still need guidance. Um I think it's important to have both a coach and a mentor and it just depends also on um where you are in your life and business. So for example a Um, I just literally finished um, with a great coach, a business coach, and I mentor with someone that's locally in my city, which is a male. I mentor with him once a week. Um, And so both of their guidance and their structure and, um, you know, what I went to them for was vitally important to be able to take my business to the next level and my life to the next level. I think you also need a spiritual mentor, a spiritual leader. Who is your spiritual leader, who is helping you, you know, get to, you know, your, your, purpose place, who's helping prepare you for purpose, who's helping lead you to destiny under the spiritual side. So I think it's very important that you have a business coach, you have a life or business mentor, you have a spiritual leader, you have prayer warriors, you also have to have champions, and you have to have board of directors. And so your champions are the ones that's rooting for you. Sometimes they're rooting for you, and they don't even know what they're rooting for. Um, you have, They're your cheerleaders <laughs> in the stands. They don't necessarily get your business, but they, they, are, they are still pushing you. They don't understand why they're always pushing you but they're determined not to let you give up, those are your champions. Um, and then you have your board of directors who are the ones that are sitting around the table with you, and everybody at that table knows something different from you and more than you. Um, so it's very important to have all of the above, to have a mentor, to have a coach, to have a spiritual leader, leader, to have champions, to have board of directors, to have prayer warriors who's praying for you, who's interceding on your behalf. These are a lot of things that we don't um, – no, sometimes we don't even know that we need when we don't think about, you know, on a daily basis, like, who's praying for you? Who's interceding? I tell you that I know that I am standing on my grandmother's prayers right now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know that when I'm, I look at some situations, I'm like, I should be really distraught right now. And I'm like, Lord, thank you for whoever prayed for me. Thank you for forever's interceded on my behalf today. And so that's all, you know, it's, it's full circle. So you're, it's like you're standing in the middle of the circle and then you have the people on the outside that's standing around you, holding hands, rooting for you. And so that's a coach, that's a mentor, that's a spiritual leader, that's your champion, that's your board of directors, and that's your prayer warriors. And their role is to make sure that you get to your purpose place. Um, So I think it's very important. I
0: know it's very important that you have um, all of those. Awesome, awesome. That's very good information uh, to have because some people struggle. They struggle on – Well, I have a mentor, so do I need to have a coach? And typically with a coach, there may come a a personal investment. You know, is that worth it or what are they doing? And so those are questions that I like to ask my leaders that are on the line and it's pretty consistent uh, that, you know, the value of mentors, coaches, uh, board of directors, champions, and spiritual leaders.
1: And you can't be afraid to invest. Like I think a lot of times people prefer to use mentors and things of that nature because they don't want to pay someone, and that's unfair. You know, how would you want someone to invest in your business or what you have going on if you don't want to invest in your business by investing monetarily? Um, you have to know what it feels like to invest a dollar and, have that, and know that value in it freedom of this is something or someone that I invested in to be able to take me to the next level. Um, Mentors are there for guidance. Coaches are there to give you the blueprint um, to be able to really walk you through the steps, you know? And so you have to decide in this season of my life, do I need the blueprint or I just need some guidance? And then you have to make the decision from there
0: right right and any more uh mentoring has changed not all mentoring comes uh at a, a free <laughs> at a free cost if you will so I, I just did a a session on this and you know some mentorship is really about access and influence and so, challenging people to think differently about mentors, because you're right. When most people think of mentors, they always think of a free relationship. And mm-hmm. that's not always true. That's good. Uh, that's right. And that's right. So, I'm happy you, you mentioned about the uh, investment, because uh, sometimes uh, people don't look at that growing themselves in that investment. You know, when they hear that, they don't necessarily think that's the the route that they should go. But that's really uh, a, a natural progression or natural part of life because you have to get the information uh, from somewhere. Right. So I, that's very good. So, Miss Tiana Patrice, you are a three time best selling author. Have published mm-hmm. several books. <laughs> I know. Right, that's that's awesome within itself. Uh, you published several books, including Fifty Two Shades of Fearless, Dear Fear Volumes One, Two, now Three, and Dear Fear Team. So, can you tell the listeners how you got started writing books? A little bit about your books, who the audience uh, are, or for your readers. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, what's interesting is
1: I always wanted to be an author, but I would never make the time to do it. Who am I speaking to? I know somebody is listening to this and said, I have been wanting to write a book, but I haven't just made the time to do it. And so, and for me, it's because I was so busy building everyone else. I was so busy helping people build their businesses that I wasn't taking the time out for myself. And so um, about two years into my business, um, I think it's about two, three years into my business, my grandmother passed away. And it was one of the saddest seasons of my life. I never, I mean, I, I never forget this. And um, I was I was just broken. I was like, all right, God, I don't want to work with you You know how many of y'all grieve the Holy Spirit. You tell God what you don't want to do. That was me. And um, I was like, God, I don't want to work with anybody. I don't want to do anything. I'm just gonna sit here and soak. And God was like, No, no, you're not. (laughs) I'm gonna put you in this corner. And in this season, you're gonna write. And so in two months after my grandmother's death, I wrote Manage the Design and I wrote the first book, Fifty Two Shades of Fearless. The journey of writing that book, um, it, it didn't come hard, but the, it didn't come, you know, it wasn't hard to, to get the book out because I was in a still place. And so for many of us, we need to get in a still place. Um, but what happened during that season, the most, I guess the hardest part would have been that fear came up and fear convinced me that I wasn't enough to write a book. I didn't know anything about writing a book. And that was true. I had never written a book. I had never been an author. I finished, I figured everything out. And so I always say you can figure out anything with God, Google and, and, and Coach Tiana Patrice. And so um, I, I, in this season, you know, fear came up and said, you know, who's going to want to read this story? No one's going to want to hear it. You know, try to make me feel like I was a fool for telling some of the things I told in this book. And so I ended up writing a letter to fear in my first book. And I put fear, fear, and I just wrote this whole letter to fear. I didn't know how God was setting me up. I did not know that there was a movement coming behind this book, 52 Shades of Fearless. And in the first weekend of sales, it hit, it hit the bestsellers list. Um, in two categories, sitting next to like T.D. Jakes and Steve Harvey and Oprah. It was just a momentous occasion for me, if you will. And I launched it on my grandmother's birthday in November. And so um, a little bit after that, God gave me the vision to do Dear Fear. But this time, I could not do it alone. It was time for me to, you know, do a book and write a book with others. And so, again, fear came back up. It's one thing to fail privately. But now, if I don't get this right, I have to fail publicly with other people. And, of course, that scared me. But continuing to move forward and push through, until so I put out a call for my first book, Dear Fear, Volume 1. Um, and, again, Dear Fear came from 52 Shades of Fearless. And so I put out Dear Fear, Volume 1, a call online, and in one week the book filled up. And so it was just an amazing experience to now be producing my first anthology. And anthologies right now are really popular. Um, You know, there are a lot of anthologies that are out and going on, but this one is so different. It is a leadership experience. It is a personal development experience. It is a healing, deliverance, and saving experience. And after Dear Fear 1, I thought that was it. And then there was a line waiting around the corner again for Dear Fear 2. And then after Deerfear Fear Two I said, Lord, apparently you got your own plan with this, so I'm just gonna be the vessel. And we literally just launched Deer Fear Three last week. Um, so now and we and we launched Deer Fear Team last November and we're getting ready to launch Deer Fear Men this November. So God was just up to some amazing things. Um, And it's so much bigger than a book. And if Coach T, you had an opportunity to experience it. And for any of you, if you ever have an opportunity to experience it, you'll know it is so much bigger than the book. The book is just the icing on the cake. Um, And so as of now, I think we're at 45, 50 authors, something in that range, 50 authors, Um, that have shared their stories in the Dear Fear book movement. We are global. We're in Abu Dhabi. We're in Zimbabwe. We're all over the world, and we're just getting started. So we're really excited about this ministry on the moon. And what we're doing is just liberating fear, you know, fear of, you know, the things that are holding you back on the other side of divorce, on the other side of depression, on the other side of death, on the other side of molestation, on the other side of homelessness, on the other side of haters, you know. Um, those are the things that our women talk about in this book, and it's just, it's just super amazing. So that's how I got into writing books and um, continuing to do, honestly, do God's work until he says, well done, my good and faithful servant. And it's just an honor to be able to help women release their stories, because a lot of times it's our stories of our past that's keeping us in bondage. And so once we can release those things, then we're free to be able to do the assignment that's been on our life the entire time. And so I'm just honored to be a
0: vessel to do this work. Well, I have to tell you, I am, again, just very, very thankful for you and your vision and uh allowing me to be on the Dear Fear 2 journey, uh, it, it was life-changing uh, just being a part of that book. Uh, even though it came out last year, I'm still selling that book, still getting sure calls are. to talk about that book. <laughs> <laughs> still getting calls to talk about that book because fear is something that doesn't matter what your background is. It doesn't matter how you look. Doesn't matter how well you're doing today. Doesn't matter where you came from. But women and really people can relate to that fear uh, all over the world. So thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, thank you for allowing me to be on that journey with you uh, because it's been very impactful on my life.
1: You are so welcome, and you are just moving and grooving and selling books and doing book signings and joining other books and being, I mean, you're, just, um, you're doing such a great job. It is just such an honor to, to witness everything that is happening through you and for you and the, the radio show, and I'm just I'm super, super proud. It's an honor to be on your journey. So thank you
0: for allowing me on your journey. Oh, well, I wouldn't have had it any other way. <laughs> definitely wouldn't have had it any other way. I definitely, uh, you know, it's it's about collaborating and and it's about supporting those who support you. So uh, definitely, I'm happy uh, that you are here. So, are you working on any other book projects? Our audience should be on the lookout for. We are.
1: So, yes, we just launched Dear Fear 3. You can go over to dearfearbook.com and grab your copy. If you have been looking or praying for a book or a sisterhood or a network to be able to help you um, in, in your life or take your life to the next level, listen, go to dearfearbook.com and grab that. Um, and coming up, we have Dear Fear Men. When I tell you, the men have been waiting for and standing up and raising their hands and ready to tell their stories and God finally said, "All right, let's do it." And so we'll be um, releasing "Dear Fear Men" in November
0: of 2019. So I'm really excited about that. Awesome, awesome. Well, that'll be really cool, taking a, a different spin. I'm I'm anxious and excited to hear uh, the men's point of view on fear too. So many people struggle with finding leadership opportunities, thinking outside the box, and just finding ways to reinvent themselves outside of their chosen profession. You've done a great job with that with your career, your businesses, your speaking engagements, magazine articles, partnerships, (laughs) book projects. I mean, and the list goes on and on. So what advice would you give to our listening audience on strategies for thinking outside the box, finding opportunities, and reinventing themselves?
1: Um, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, don't – and I, th- I call it the three C's, right? So when you're talking about thinking outside the box, many people can't think outside the box because they're too busy watching someone else's box. So the biggest thing is stop coveting. I mean, it's the truth, girl. I'm so serious. You can't think outside of the boxes. You're so busy watching somebody else's box. And God can't expand your box and your territory because you're jealous about what God gave someone else. So the biggest thing for me is stop coveting. You can't covet someone else's blessing. Listen, you have to understand that I did this, you know. I went through a season where I go, oh, look at her. She got that opportunity. Oh, look at her. And God's like, I'm trying to bless you with bigger. I'm trying to give you the big teddy bear, but you over here looking at her little hello kitty and want that. So how can I bless you, (laughs) you know? So we have to understand that we can't covet, you know. Um, also, that spirit of competition, there's a such thing as healthy competition, yes. When you're put, putting together your business plan, you've got to know what's out there in the market, but competing in that nasty spirit of competition, like you've you got to come out of that in order to be able to be the best you, in order to find the best you you got to dig into your why and your core and deliver from that. If it's not in alignment with your assignment, you can't do it. So it doesn't matter what she or he is out there doing or launching or producing, what stages they're on. If it's not in alignment with your core and who you know at your core, you say, oh, my God, that's amazing for them, and you keep moving. A lot of us, we want what others have instead of praying for and thanking God in advance for what he has for us. And I went through that so I can speak on that. So you've got to stop coveting other people, stop Having that nasty spirit of competition. If you really want to dive into what's for me, how do I reinvent myself? Um, a lot of us don't read, don't need reinvention. We just need to fight to open our voice. You know, a lot of us don't need to reinvent ourselves. The reality is, we haven't shown our real self. You can't reinvent <laughs> something that you haven't shown your. You know, you haven't shown the world who you really are because. You're using the voice of someone else, so find your own voice. Don't allow fear to make you feel like your business won't sell or that pro program product, whatever it is you want to do by being yourself. The reason that I have been able to be as successful that I have been um is because God allowed me to be myself, and I know that who I am doesn't attract everybody, but it attracts the people that need to be on that that I'm assigned to, and that's all that matters, so you can't covet. You can't compete and stop complaining. Stop complaining. Either you're going to do it, either you're going to be about it, or you're going to complain about it. That's the only two choices you have. And so for those of you who know that you are, um, you know, destined and you have assignment on your life and you have things that you have been called to do, you can't complain about it. You just got to get up and be about it, even when you don't know all the answers, even when you don't know all the steps. You just get up and take one step. And a lot of times when you get up and take that step, First step, that's when that creativity sits in because now you're in a new territory. And we can't always get creative when we're in the same space, that same comfort zone. Creativity is on the other side of your comfort zone. So when you stand up and you take a step outside of your comfort zone, not only does that creativity align, but then you begin to align with other people who are designed to get you closer to destiny. So stop coveting, stop competing, and stop complaining and just get up Do what you've been called to do, even when you don't know all the answers, even when you don't know all the steps, and just make it happen. And I promise you, everything that you've been praying for, everything you've been looking for when you are in alignment with your assignment will come to pass because it's already been promised to you.
0: That's good. That's good Good advice, good advice. So what's next for you? What's next for you personally and professionally?
1: Um, You know, right now we have Women's CEO Alliance, which is the first women's design co-working space in not only my city of Dothan, Alabama, but it is the first and only women's design co-working space in the state of Alabama. And so right now where I am is just making sure that the headquarters is up and running. We're not quite close to our first year yet, but also just making sure that it's good because the goal is to be able to put it into other territories and cities, um, but also making sure that the authors and the assignment um, on their life is coming to pass and that they have what they're, they need. So right now it's making sure that WCA is good, it's flourishing, it, it's providing the community what they need to be able to succeed. Um, taking care of the assignment, you know, with the Dear Fear book project, which, oh, my God, is just explosive. So taking care of that going into uh, pivoting into doing more and more corporate speaking engagements. So That's definitely where I am as well. So you all just, you know, stay tuned, follow me. Uh, I'm on Tiana Patrice on everything, um, Instagram, Facebook. I'm not really on Twitter, but Instagram and Facebook is where I spend the, the most of my time. So definitely follow me and stick with me on this journey. Um, search the hashtags, Your Fear Book and A Million Fearless Strong. Activate your fearless um, so that you can continue on the journey with me and you can see everything that I have
0: going on. Awesome. And so I'd like to have all of my leaders that I have on leave the guests with a few tidbits of wisdom that they can apply today in their personal and professional life. So what would your tidbit be for our, our people that are listening?
1: To activate your fearless list today, not tomorrow. The thing that you've been wanting to do, the thing that you've been praying about, the thing that God has been putting into the pits of your belly, do it now, even afraid. Activate your fearless and do it today. That is my tidbit.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. And is there anything is there anything else that the listeners can do to uh, support you in your efforts?
1: Yeah, definitely. Head on over to www.tianapatrice.com. We're putting some really cool stuff that will be available over there for you. Also, again, follow me on social media. If there is anything that I said today that just stood out to you, that activated you, tag me on social media, at Tiana Patrice, and I can't wait to be able to connect with you there. Don't be afraid to send me over a friend request. I love making new friends. That is definitely the way to stay in contact with me, www.tianapatrice.com. That's the way. a great way to support and get some resources for yourself and connect with me on social media.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, of course, we could talk all day. Unfortunately, our time tonight has come to a close. So, thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Ms. Tiana Patrice, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to give me the opportunity to interview you tonight and learn more about what you're doing. It was definitely an honor and a pleasure to have you as a guest. So, many blessings and continued success to you on your journey.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor, and I look forward to continuing to watch you soar on your journey.
0: Thank you. Together, we are better. So thank you, listener audience, for tuning in to tonight's show with our special guest, Ms. Tiana Patrice, where she shared with us, stop watching someone else's box so that you are able to think outside of your own box. If serving is beneath you, leadership or leading is beyond you. The ability to serve. True leaders are servant leaders. Stop coveting, competing, and complaining. That could be keeping you from reaching your dreams. And make sure you activate your fear list and get started today. If you are interested in being a guest on this show, starting your own radio show or low-cost advertising highlighting your business or events, please email dibroadcasting@trendyelitellc.com. at trendy elite Please tune in next week to hear from another amazing leader. Until then, my friends, have a good evening. Thank you, friends, for tuning in to another episode of Leadership Tidbits with Coach T Wilson, where Taiwana speaks with leaders who share nuggets of wisdom that you can use in your personal and professional life. Follow her on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Coach T Wilson. Connect on LinkedIn or visit www.coachtwilson.com. And remember, in life, learn as much as you can, appreciate often and lead fearlessly.